When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah, Lennox Lewis, Lennox, I'm coming for you. Is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, this I, in I seven or eight seconds? For this fight. I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend, and I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight. I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Lipton. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from the airport. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Saying now, Mike, goodbye. Oh. So welcome to another episode of Ringside Fracas. I am with my co-host, Leroy. What's good? Samson. That's good, what's good? And we have a special guest today, Denzel Bentley. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. How you guys? Yeah, all good, man. All good. Thanks, for, all. Thanks for coming on, man. We proper, yeah, enjoyed your, proper enjoyed a couple of your last scraps, so we're looking forward to talking to you, man. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> So we just want to start um, just with like intro. So what made you, because you can see like you started boxing quite late really. So what made you think, you know what, like I want to do this. I want to get into boxing. Um, I think the first bit of boxing that crossed my path was back in the day that when I was probably like 15, my brother bought some gloves like and the head guard from that like, nine ounce market. And we just used to like scrap each other and all our friends on the block and stuff. Mm. Then when I got to college, I met a friend that actually boxed and because on the ends, like, me and my brother were quite good. We used to kind of, like, everyone that got involved were kind of beating them up, innit? So I'm like, well, like, let, like, let, like, take me, take me to the gym. Like, I want to come boxing. We went there for a bit, like, thinking, yeah, like, I can scrap. I, I just remember sparring some new, that my, he must have been, like, 30 kilos lighter than me at the time. He just beat me up, bro. Like, he just pinged me. I was like, bro, this is different. Like, like I'm getting angry because he's so small as well. And I was thinking, oh, what, like when I land, trust me, when I land, you're gonna feel it. But I, 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 I didn't ever get to land. But, but from then, obviously, I just carried on. I kept going back, and obviously, I, I started properly when I got like when I got to college. Like I said, when I met my friends, I was like 17, 18 when I started. So, yeah, yeah, no, that that turns, that's normally the story, like isn't it? Like when you first go to boxing, I can remember when I tried to go to boxing. Yeah, I couldn't hack it, man. I was like, no. <laughs> F all this. This is not me, man. I'd rather just watch it. <laughs> I like how you say that, yeah, because you hear that a lot. People, they're doing their thing on, like, on road and that, then they get into a gym thinking, yeah, like, I've got power. I can do my thing. I want to beat everyone up. Then they just... 100%. And they're getting their head popped off by mm, someone that looks 100%. like they should be doing nothing. Yeah, no, 100%. That's why it's mad, because you go in there kind of thinking, yeah, i got one bangle, i got this, i got that. It's a different game, and that's when... When people talk about the sweet science of the sports, like you understand it, like it's not just about I can punch or I'm strong or whatever. Like there's, there's too much different, it's a different kind of game. Yeah. Did it, did it not dishearten you when you were getting slapped around, or did you? So are you one of them that sort of took a break? Because a lot of people they either come straight back and they're hungry, or they take bare time off so they're not serious. They come to the gym twice. 
and then they leave for three months and then come back or you know so I'm, like, I'm not really disheartened because at that moment I didn't really want to be a boxer if that makes sense mm. I just thought I could fight and he beat me up so if anything I, I got a bit mad I'm like nah this guy's taking a piss but I never really saw it as because he didn't hurt me he wasn't like he was hurting me he wasn't like oh man I, I got bad it's just that I couldn't hit him in it Mm. So I was like, oh, whatever. So I, I just went back and just carried on training. I, I was a bit overweight when I was younger as well. I was like 90 plus kilos. So like, I'm just there like, okay, let me just let me just go back for training and stuff. So as I started sparring, I just started getting better. And what was encouraging was like, the more I was in there, the more the coach would tell me, oh, you're getting better, you're getting better. I'm like, okay, cool. But in my mind, I weren't. And I was on and off for long. I was one of those guys, because I was going with my brethren. Every time he didn't want to go, I wouldn't go. Mm. And it's like... I got to a point where I'm like, like what, what am I doing? Like, do I want to be a follower? Like, no, nah, I'm going on my own. But because obviously I didn't know no one there and he was the only one I knew and, and spoke to you, it was, it was just uncomfortable going on my own first. Because it's like, you're not talking to no one. All the boys are all talking to each other and you're just there on the side. It's awkward. Like, I've never been the guy that's like being in awkward positions. That's why I never really, but then I just stuck to it. Obviously, started building a relationship with the guys in the gym, started getting better and yeah. So, so no, I was just going to ask. So after that, what was like your amateur background? Did you did you go into? Did you have like amateur fights after that? Like, yeah. So how how what, talk to us about like your amateur history? I, I did I didn't have much amateur history. I had I had seventeen fights as an amateur. Uh, I won thirteen, and I I won the London I won the London finals, but then I lost in the the nationals in the was it the quarterfinals? I think I lost in the quarterfinals, the national quarterfinals. And that's that's about the most I achieved as an amateur. I'm never gonna lie. So I've already achieved way more as a pro. But that's just because the way I I kind of dedicated myself to the gym and just stuck in there and just kept grinding. That like, it, it just shows a huge gap. Like when I was an amateur, I was starting out. So I, I was an amateur for like three years, and then after that, pardon me, amateur for three years and then I turned pro. But I was at, I was at the pro gym I'm at now. I was there for about a year and a half before I actually turned pro. Wow. So, when I've turned pro, I'm already a year and a half ahead. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's not like I just turned pro and started fighting. Like, I've, I tried to learn the game as much as possible. So, I, I progress kind of quickly from where I came from as an amateur. I'm being honest. Definitely. Definitely. That's, 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 that's a really uh, real fast track compared to like the normal kind of route that you normally hear from a typical um, boxer. So, yeah, I think following that, at what point did you think to yourself, you know what, I can make a career out of this? Like, there's, was, there, was, there, was it like a catalyst that you thought, no, I'm good? Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's hard, you know, because I never actually just like sit down and think about things like that. You know what I mean? It's just like whatever comes, comes. Like, like I said earlier, I didn't sit down and be like, I want to be a boxer, let me go to the gym. Yeah. I was just in the gym and then I ended up being a boxer. Like, I ended up competing. But I guess I think like because I was I was on and off a bit, I should have had way more fights. But the, my first year of amateur boxing, I'd be in the gym and go missing for like two, three months just doing nonsense on the roads it's like it's out like everyone else in it like everyone does the same things like nothing nothing's new to anyone you feel me so mm. i just be outside doing my thing and I'd be like oh I need to get back to the gym man then I'd go to the gym then I, they'll be like oh where you been I'm like, oh you know I had things to do I'll be, I'll be boxing it's like, oh listen you're, you're good you're good I'll spar someone they'll ask me how many fights I'd be like wow two fights they'll be like wow you've only had two fights you're good for someone with two fights are you sure you're in boxing some kid? I'm like no like, I just started boxing about two fights and then I go missing again and then come back until I decided, no, nah, let me just... I think the point where I realised I want to box or I think I can do this is when I realised, all right, let me drop everything and put 
all into boxing. That's when I just stopped doing whatever I was doing outside, dropped out of uni and just kept my job. And at this point, I've only had like two amateur fights though, so it's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm like, all right, cool. Let me just put my all into this because there's only a certain amount of time you can be an athlete for. But I can always come back to uni. I've got the UCAS points. I've got the qualification. I can come back. So I dropped out in the middle of my second year and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. And then that's when I kind of realised, that's when I kind of said to myself, I, I, w- I want to do this boxing thing. I want to be a boxer. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, man, because you've done quite a bit in your time. So could you just see? I have to respect the confidence, man, just for fuck it. I'm, I'm going to be a boxer. Yeah, I'm doing this. Fully at it now. It's good, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, thanks. I haven't got the balls for that. I can't lie. No, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, again, the thing, like the main thing, main reason I wanted to get you on here, especially was because of the the Heffron fight. So, personally, to me, the first one, I thought you won that, innit? That was a great fight. I thought that was like fight. That was a good scrap, man. That was a proper proper scrap. But in in going into that fight, before you went into that fight, like, what was your mindset? Like, was you was you just there? Like, ah, oh, this is a big occasion, or you just thought, you know what, I got this. I'm just gonna. Like, how did you... I, 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 it was a bit of both. It was a bit of, it's a big occasion. And it was like, I got this like, there's no way this guy can beat me. I'm looking at this guy and I'm saying to myself, okay, everyone thinks it's too early. I had a real step up fight. I've gone up the wrong way. This guy's been a pro 10 years. He's had the right fights. But I'm looking at this guy like, just based on the eye test, like looking at how he boxes and how he moves and stuff. If I can't beat this guy, how the hell am I going to be a world champion? Like, that's my fault. That's what's psyching me up in it. Like, not trying to downplay anyone. That's just what's psyching me up. I'm thinking, nah, if I can't beat this guy, how am I going to be world champion one day? Because I can't see this guy fighting any of the world champions and, you know, putting up a, a good fight where he almost wins. You feel me that? And I'm not saying I'm at that level too, but I believe I will be. So, it's just so many things, man. Like, like in my mind, it was like, yeah, big occasions, the biggest fight to date, uh, best opponent whatever a big threat big puncher so you got to be in your A game and then on the other side of me saying oh man sir <laughs> that's fine <laughs> and then the other side of me saying Damn, this guy's been a pro 10 years and he's only fight. he's fighting me now he's been a pro for 3 years I shouldn't be in his in his in his path like it shouldn't be a conversation you've been a pro 10 years you've only fought for the British once you're fighting for the British now you should have done fought for the British maybe 5 years ago and moved on, maybe put forward. He's not ready to move on. Nah, he's not beating me. That's that's in my other mind. That's me getting nah. It's not that big occasion. And then I looked at his record, and I'm like, he ain't beat no one. I ain't beat the one person he stepped up against. He lost, so he ain't beat no one. I ain't beat. He's not a level above me. That that's what's psyching me up. Like, and then when I got in there, I thought, you know what? Like this is it, and it. We're here now. And I I just felt like boxing. He's a big puncher. Don't get caught up in the scrap. Don't get caught with no big shots. Like. Obviously, I ended up getting caught with a big shot later in the fight when I got tired. But, like, in my mind, I'm like, just box, be smart, pick your shots. You know, you ain't got to throw, don't get greedy. Pick shots and cut and move out of the way, move out of the way. I made a lot of mistakes in that fight that I, I, I looked at and I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Even though I still thought I won, now that I feel like I'm going back, I look back and I think, what are you doing over there? Because I don't make them same mistakes anymore, so it's crazy. But even before that fight, I always said to myself, I don't want to be in no fight of the year scraps. That means taking shots and being bloody and all of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? One of them fights where I'm holding big shots, getting rocks, and I'm like, ah, I've got to bounce back. But to make sure of things that psyched me up for the fight, but it was definitely a big occasion. You know, um, I never fought anyone of that caliber before, but I just knew I was ready for it. 
Can I ask, um, and obviously I know a lot of boxers don't like to answer this question, so feel free if you want to slide through it. When when you were in there, because obviously a lot was made about F1R, he's a big puncher, he's this, he's that. Did you feel his power in there and was it was it serious? Like was it was it that's why it's funny because physically I knew he was strong in it, or I felt like he was strong in it. Mm. But as I was in there after the fight, I've realized he wasn't stronger than me. It was just me going backwards all the time. Mm. As for his power, like if we're being honest, he caught me with shots, but it's weird, isn't it? With the power is weird, isn't it? Like I came out looking like this, I was fine, mm. like there was no there was no marks for me. So there wasn't a shot that hit me that made me think, oh, that hurt. I've got to get away from it. That, that No shots hit me. Mm. But the shot he hit me with, it buzzed me. But it mm. didn't hurt, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. like, oh, damn, my eyes are watering. You know, sometimes you get hit in the, I don't know if you've been hitting the nose, hitting the nose and your nose, your eyes are oh, kind of watering. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't feel none of them stinging kind of shots. But the shot he did catch me with, that hook, it buzzed me. It was a very good shot. Landed clean. And I was a bit tired. So it, it, it buzzed me. It didn't make me feel like this guy's power's out of this world. It, it, there wasn't no real power to me like that. Like, I'm not saying he's not a big puncher, but it wasn't anything that that kind of hurt me, if that makes sense. I hope it makes sense anyway. But you feel like, like, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like you got a bit comfortable, I guess, obviously being in the ring with him after a couple of rounds, you, can't, you, you sort of adjust more to who you're fighting, isn't it, to the group? So that, that whole, like, he's a big puncher that's been spoken on, and put into your into your head, you start to think maybe I'm, it's not as big as they've necessarily said. Is that what? Is there a limit of that too as well? Yeah, hundred percent. Like in the first fight, you know, what I'm saying that everyone's saying a oh, big puncher. I'm thinking, don't get caught in a scrap, don't get caught in no silly mm. shots. He's a big puncher, blah blah blah. And then as it went on, I'm getting more comfortable because like an idiot, I'm counting the rounds. I'm scoring in my head. Oh, that's my round. Oh, I'll put him down the second. Yeah, three rounds up. Oh yeah, four four nil. And then now I'm just losing track and I'm slowing down. And he's just coming forward. You know, I'm making mistakes, and now I'm 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 giving away rounds. But I didn't really realize until after the fight all these things that you're saying now. You know, he's that hard. He's not that, that physically strong. He's he's not he's not that 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 sharp off 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 of the mark when he's throwing his jab. But I'm this is all after the fight that yeah. is sinking in, and then I'm watching the fight, watching the fight, watching the fight over and over and over again. I'm first I'm watching it to see. I thought I won, so I'm watching to see, well, like, let me see the fight again. Then I'm watching to see, what did he do that made the judges think it was a draw or give him them rounds? Like, what rounds am I scoring for him that made it a draw? So I'm watching that. Then I'm looking at, what mistakes did I make? And then after that, I just kept watching it for the mistakes I made. And I'm like, when I go back to the gym, I'm not making these mistakes because I don't need to make these mistakes. I know I'm moving, but I'm getting caught in the corners for no reason. He's not physically stronger than me, so I shouldn't let him push me all the way back. He didn't hit that hard, so I can. Well, for me, I didn't feel mad power, so I I I I, I could stand there with him a bit more. Like, all these little things, and then when I got to the second fight, that's what I done, and obviously it stayed off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That second fight, you absolutely battered him. You can't even lie. Like, <laughs> it was no, nah, it was it was conclusive. It, it was conclusive. Yeah. I, I want money. I put money on that. I can't lie. So he <laughs> 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 believed in me. I respect it. <laughs> You know, like that. So, uh, uh, like, so, so going into the second fight, as you said, like you, you knew all these things, all the mistakes you made in the in the first fight. Did you go into that fight even more confident than you was in the first fight, or was it way just... more confident? Like that was the most relaxed I've been in the ring since I started boxing. I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought I'd been relaxed in the ring before, bro. That was different. I was so confident, so relaxed, so comfortable. Like if I went on to say that was like my easiest win, 
that's not even me mocking it. Like that was like an easy win. I didn't feel no threat. I didn't feel under any threat. Everything I'd done was working. I I didn't really get caught with anything. So it was a smooth win, and 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 it ended early. Like like. <laughs> Like, what's better than going up early after a fight? You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I, I was just more confident. Like, I, I I knew the mistakes I'd I'd um I'd made, and I know I, I knew I rectified them because I was sparring heavier boys in camp. So all it was was doing it on the night. But I felt so confident and so comfortable that I could do it because when I was doing it in training, I'm doing it with light heavyweights, cruiserweights. So I'm like, cool. If I can do it with these guys. I definitely do it with my man. But at first, I wasn't like, in, I'm, like when I first got back into camp, they were battering me left, right, and center, left, right. I'm like, nah, I'm, I've got to force myself to hold my ground against these youths. Like, like I'm stronger than they're making me out to seem. I'm not having it. So mm-hmm. I just started standing my ground more. I'm getting caught in the center of the ring, but I'm yeah. saying, I'm, I'm not moving back for no reason. Yeah. So once I got that mindset, now we're sparring, it's in me. Like after a couple of weeks, I turn around and say, you're getting it now, man. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're doing all the things you were saying. You were da 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 That it's not easy to push you back. And I'm like, cool. Now I know I got it. All it is is doing it against him. Then at the end of camp, for the last week of sparring, we got in some middleweights. And I, I, I kind of took them apart. And I was like, oh, come on, man. I'm ready for this guy, man. Like, hurry up, man. All it was was to do it like, Yeah, come, come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like literally. I was so confident. I'm like, oh. He don't even know. If he's going to be the same fight, if he's going to catch me with that left hook again, he don't even know. But so can, can I ask, yeah, was, when you were saying like you're obviously sparring heavier boys, trying to make sure you hold the middle a little bit more, was that more like you in your head, like, this is what I need to do, or did that come from your coach? Um, is that what your coach was saying when you were analysing the fight together? My, 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 coach, my coach wanted me to spar heavier boys. That was his idea, spar heavier boys. In my mind, it was like, you're not shifting me, bro. Like, no one's shifting me. But I'm thinking about doing it against, obviously, like, middleweights and that. Like, right, when someone comes sparring, I'm just going to hold my ground. He was like, we're going to get heavier boys. So, if we know you can hold your ground against the bigger boys, then we know you're good. So, my, my coach implemented all of that. Like, the whole camp, at like, all camp, I didn't spar no middleweights until the last week. Wow. So, yeah, I didn't spar no middleweights until the last week. And then, yeah. Um, that that that's a good that's a good strategy. I've I've always wondered why coaches always put in the the big boys with like the welterweights and the light middleweights. But then I guess it's to to build that strength in it and that confidence. Because yeah. like you can do everything you want to build the strength, but it's about it's weird. It's weird saying this because like listen, everyone's a part. Every, everyone's a bo- like we all train every single day. We're all strong. You know what I'm trying to say, but it's like there's like a mental there's a mental aspect of it like. I could always push back these, these guys, but because they're bigger than me, in my mind, I couldn't. Mm. For the bigger boys, I'm saying, oh, Bobby, I can feel his strength from before he even touches me. I can just feel, feel the pet like, you know what I'm saying? And then, but in my mind, I'm like, no, no, no. You know, I'm not going nowhere. Unless you're physically you're going to push me back, then obviously I'm, I'm not going nowhere. Like, it's just, it, I think it was just one of those things. It was just me not using it. It was me not using it because I was just comfortable, always being in the back foot and comfortable boxing. And when I get in with someone a bit louder, I know I can come forward because it's, it's, it doesn't take the same effort. But it takes a lot of effort to try and hold your ground and like not let someone beat you physically. Like just just all the holding and the grappling and that takes a lot out of you. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just comfortable not getting in that close and just moving backwards. But in the first fight, when I watched it back, to me it started looking like okay, I'm making this guy 
confident to walk forward because he knows I'm only I'm just gonna go back. So he just getting more confident every round, just coming forward and throwing shots and missing and landing some. And I'm like, I'm not gonna give him the the satisfaction of feeling like he's bullying me. Like you're not bullying me. It's just me going backwards for no reason. Mm. No, I hear that, man. It's that it's that that experience clearly played part. You can see it. That massive yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So you, you like people to... always say, no, uh, no, no, go on, go on. Yeah, like people always say you can't buy experience and blah, blah. And, I've, and I'm like, yeah, it's true. But as, as much as I only had 17 fights and at the time 13 pro fights, 17 amateur fights and at the time 17, um, 13 pro fights, I think I spot a million rounds with loads of guys. Mm. I know how to box. Mm. But that experience was definitely vital. Like, like, yeah. I think <laughs> that experience of the first fight definitely you know, that like helped me mentally as well, that like mm. pushed my mindset. And even the second fight and winning the title was, is pushed my mindset again. It's like, now it's time to up the level again because you're a champion, like, not just in the ring, but when people come over with a sparring, they're going to want to... Take your head off. They want, they're <laughs> going to want... Yeah, exactly. They're going to want to take your head off and be like, yeah, I just beat out the British champion. And like, I, I can't let that happen. You know what I'm going to say? So all these things in the ring, the more you achieve, the more you go on, it just it just helps you up, up your game. Like, that experience, that mental aspect of it rather than just being in the gym sparring because I know how to fight it's just about doing it under the lights like the pressure you know the stuff is on the line now mentally switched on all these little things yeah now I feel like a lot a lot you learn a lot more when you're when you're faced with some form of adversity like a lot of people a lot of fighters say like they, they learn the most when they're like in a, in a tough tough fight so so I definitely think that that fight will help you going forward especially like Got Felix Cash coming up. Like, what do you think about him as a fighter? Have you, have you watched him much? Or? I, I think he's a good fighter. I think he's a good fighter. But like I said, um, there's no one on his record that he's beat that I wouldn't beat. Mm. Whereas the other way around, I don't know, him and Heffern would be a good scrap. Mm. I'm trying to say, I don't know who would win. I can't just say Felix Cash would Heffern win. But I do feel like part of me, they are quite similar mm-hmm. in terms of they like to come forward and be a bit of a bully. But yeah. Cash may be better with his feet a little bit. So Cash is probably a, a, a little bit of a better version than, than Mark. Mm. But I think he's a good fighter. So do you see it as a step up or is it more of a, like a lateral, same level kind of fight? Uh, do I see it as a step up? Not really a step up, but I think it's a fight that would therefore take me on to a next part of my career. I think winning over Cash pushes me on domestically and makes me a household name. Like, yeah. Yo, like, because what other middleweights in the country are there domestically? Like, Williams is moving on to a world title. Yeah. So when you look at Cash, it's like, we're neck and neck. Obviously, because of my last fight, I'm ranked above him and like, every other governing body that we're both ranked in. But it's like, he's right there, isn't it? Before that fight, he was above me. So mm-hmm. it's like, when you're looking at the next middleweight in the country, before I had just done my thing, everyone's looking at Felix Cash. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like whether you think he's the best or not, you'd be like, oh yeah, he's the next middleweight. He's the only middleweight. Like he's, you know, Eddie Eddie Hearn's bringing them on, whatever, so on and so forth. Like yeah, if he's catching the next thing. Now it's like, I'm here. So, I think win that fight and it takes me on. Like oh wow, we all thought Felix Cash was the man. This guy came out of nowhere, pushes me on again. I wouldn't say step up, but it would definitely catapult me to a next a next part of my career. This this obviously would make you domestically undisputed. There's no questions. No one can chat shit. <laughs> You're the man. 100%. And that's what I want. Like, bro, I, that's what I want. Like, before I move on to world level, I don't want anyone domestically to feel like they can say my name. Yep. Because <laughs> if you look back at it, yeah, when Billy Joel 
Billy Joe, I look at Billy Joe as well, like, sick fighter. When he was fighting at the domestic level, yeah, for mm. the British and that, he fought all the names that were out there. Mm. He fought, yeah. fought John Ryder, Nick Blackwell. Um, he fought, uh, who was it? Well, he fought Andy Lee, Andy Lee's Irish fight. That was for the world title. But like, he just, he fought, fought, fought Chris Bank Jr. Yeah, so he fought Nick Blackwell. He fought John Ryder. He fought, he fought um, Chris Bank Jr. And that's, that's his three British title defences, isn't it? After he won it off, um, whoever he won it off, in it? No, he didn't fight Nick Blackwell. Listen, anyway, he fought everyone domestically that, that he needed to fight. Yeah. And he beat them. Yeah. So now, when he's moving on, no one can say his name. As much as I think John Ryder's a great fighter and obviously he pushed Callum Smith to the limit, I thought he won that fight. Even he can't comfortably say, I want Billy Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's yeah. fought you and beat you. Yeah. Chris back now can talk all the rubbish he wants to talk. Yeah, Billy Joe is rubbish. I beat him now. He beat you. <laughs> you can't comfortably say Billy Joe's name and act like, yeah, I'm coming for Billy Joe. He's already beat you. Everyone domestically. Yeah. And that's the position I want to be in. When I'm moving on to world level, I don't want anyone domestically to try to be like, yeah, I want Denzel. No, no, bro. I've already beat you. <laughs> I, I, I've already beat you. I'm I looking at bigger, I'm looking at like bigger fights and bigger paydays and bigger that, achievements. That's a throwback though, because a lot of the yeah. time people are trying not people, I don't even know if it's fighters, because fighters aren't really scared of no one. There's obviously their management are trying to move people in certain ways to get to certain positions. I think that's a bit of a throwback where you say, look, I want all the smoke, everybody, like just take everyone out and then you can go about your business. Yeah. Exactly. I, I'm not going to these facts just be like, oh yeah, let me just try my best. No, I'm coming here to win. At the end of the day, it's competition. You fall short, you fall short. Is what it is. You rebuild, isn't it? Like, like, I'm not trying to lose or anything or even think it. I don't think about that. Like, all these guys I'm talking to, you know, if you name me a name, I beat them yeah. domestically. Like, I beat them. But like you're saying, okay, no fighter scared of any fighter. But let's not, let's be honest, bro. Fighters are scared of each other, but they're careful, isn't it? Yeah. They know yeah. what's a hard fight and what's not. They know what's a tough fight and what's not. Like I feel like a lot of fighters nowadays and their managers want a easy ride to the top. Then they create a and when they get there, everyone goes, "Oh, he ain't been tested. He ain't been this. Who's he fought though?" Blah, blah, blah. Don't you? You're not. By the time I get to where I need to be, you can't say that about me mm-hmm. because there isn't a fight I would say no to unless we've already tried to make that fight and you try to shut me out and say, "Nah, nah, wait your turn." That's when I'm saying no. You're not getting a chance now. If you're going to mention any fight to me domestically that makes sense to me, it's a yes. Let's go. Yeah. When they say Felix Cash is managed, I said, okay, what does that mean? Like, oh, if you win this, you got to fight Felix Cash. All right, get the fight on. Let me beat this guy and we'll Felix Cash next. I'm not going to be like, yeah, tough fight, bigger fight down the line. Bro, I'm being honest with you. All that down the line talk is dead. I'm not looking at you hey, down hey. the line. Hey, we love this. We love this. A lot of fighters do that. I swear, a lot of fighters are all trying to build, oh, we can fight down the line. Like, that just means you're being careful. You know it's a tough fight. But let's be honest, bro. Me and Felix Cash can definitely fight down the line. But we both have to keep doing well. Yeah. 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 If one of us slip up, the fight is dead. Um, yeah. If he loses or I lose, it's not a big fight no more, is it? Yeah. So what am I waiting for down the line for? I might as well be the first to beat you. Hey, you're gassing me. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> That's just how I see things, isn't it? It's just like, like I remember back back in there, I met to fight some guy for the southern area, and he started saying, "Oh, we can fight down the line. We, we can fight down the line, and then um, it'll be a much bigger fight. We get paid more." Bro, the guy's doing well, but like, I don't know where. Like, where are you? Like for me, me personally, all these guys trying to perform me. 
Like, I'm the only one actively calling for the British title before I got it, trying to move on, trying to fight these guys. And everyone's like, oh, wait your time, man. It's bigger later. We get bigger later. There's names out there now that man want that big money fight, bro. Like the, the Charlos, the Andrades, the, the Canelos. And if they're not there by the time I get there, whoever's going to be there is going to be a big name, big money fight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not looking to just build alongside you like on some partnership. To say, yeah, yeah, let's come. It's like, keep doing well. I keep doing well. Let's just get some easy fights and build the fight. No, nah, bro, because eventually you keep doing well in your career. Everyone's going to make money. You're going to achieve what you're meant to achieve. And you're going to be in some good fights remembered in history. I want to be in... As much as I say I don't want to be in no fights of the years because I want to get banged and cut and it's, it's the back and forth. If I had to be, I'm digging deep, as you saw in the first F1 fight. Yeah. But I do want to be in fights where, you know, later on down the line when I'm retired, people are talking about that fight. Oh, I remember when Denzel went fought this guy. Oh, that's one of the best performances I've seen or that's one of the best fights. Or, you know what I'm saying? You don't get that by just fighting some anybody that, that no one knows of. Well, I think the fact that you had that, that first fight because it was such a good fight, obviously... You, don't, you want to minimise punishment, but in terms of your notoriety, a lot of people, because really and truly, only the boxing hardcores would have would have known who you were before that fight. And when you had that fight, because it's on such a big stage, sort of, I'm hearing people in my gym who aren't really into boxing, but they're just there, and them talking about the fight, do you know what I mean? So they know who you are. Yeah. But having fights like that kind of puts you on a, it just, it builds your profile so much. So I feel that, that's that's what's happened, obviously, um, with the two fights you just had. Yeah, no, 100%. As, as they call them, the casuals, innit? The casuals are the, are the ones that bring the money, really. Exactly. Like, yes, the yes. hardcore fans are always going always gonna to be there. But what 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 adds to that is is the casuals that just enjoy the big fights. And I feel like when the Felix Cash fight called the purse bids got announced yesterday, the reception was crazy. Like, I've never had a reception like that for a fight before. And it shows me I'm doing the right things. People want to see this fight. It's a 50-50 fight. People are interested in it. They watch that fight and I come out on top. That, that's that's good on me. People are gonna be like, I remember when he fought Felix Cashin, he beat him more. We done this like like the headphone fight back in November. We're still talking about it now. I know it was my last performance, but that's 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 the most interesting thing I've done since. And I want to keep doing more things for people to talk about. Like, bro, it, it's good when I feel good when people come to me saying, "Either first fight I thought you won, but the second fight you bad." And I'm like, "Yeah, I done my team." You know what I'm gonna say that like, I want to hear more of that. Like, you don't know the. the the guys, the, the guys that fought before that, the the, the 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 foreigners and stuff, you're not asking me about them. Mm. You're not asking me about none of these guys that just got flown in to fight me. That's not interesting. That's dead. That, that's, I don't train this hard to just fight a journeyman and be like, yeah, I won. Oh, training's hard, you know? Yeah. <laughs> training is hard, bro. Like, let's make it worth it. Let's get something out of this. Let's have a fight where I know I've got to be switched on and see the training really paid off. But that's just how I settle yeah. things anyway. Yeah, massive respect to you, man. Honestly, like that that mentality. There's like I'm always on this pod, always arguing with people that then fighters need to be making big fights. We need to be seeing the fights we want to see, and that's the sort of mentality I want from from fighters. Yeah, like, that's what you want to hear. That's all you want to hear as a fan. You want to hear that the fighter wants to put on the big fight, the biggest name that's that's next him and take him out and then move on. That's what we want to hear. Win or lose, we respect it regardless. We, as long as it's a good spectacle. It's good. And that's the thing. And fighters who have that type of mentality and, and cultivate the fans that way, like, whatever happens to them, we, we ride with them. Yeah, like, Whatever happens, we follow them. Whatever happens, we buying tickets. Whatever happens, like, it's just because yeah. you, that's, that's what fans are like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, in, in my mind, look, look, look at Sean Boer. He ain't the most talented, but he works his arse off. The guy will get in there with anybody, bro. Mm. Mm. He, he loses and he's stock still up there because of the performance he puts up in these fights. Mm. Like, 
apart from the Kell Brook fight where, you know, he's actually improved from, like, mad, massively improved from, he ain't really lost no fight by no big margin. They've all been close fights. Yeah, the the Berman fight was nuts. The, mm. the, the Spence fight was crazy. Mm. Two close, two close losses. Like, you know, every time Porter shows up, he's going to put his all on the line. Yeah. Like, whether you like it or not. So yeah. He's going to fight anyway. We'll get a rough night. Like one. I said, yeah. People just like to take the safe route and, you know, make their money, which is cool. That's what you're in the game for. That's fine, bro. But I want to be remembered, innit? That's me. Like, yeah. That's me. I want I want to be, I want man to just remember me. Like, oh, I remember when this guy was fighting that. Like, but if I saw a young youth when I retired saying, put me in the top five best. Even British fighters put me in the top five. I'm happy. Like, hey, that's sick. I've, I've done my job. Like yeah. people, like they, they're watching my fights, thinking I want to fight like this guy. So I do it. I told you, I want to fight like Mayweather, Ward, or any of these guys. And yeah, yeah. I want, I want someone to look at me the same. I'm doing that now. I'm boxing now. I want kids to look at me the same. Now, like, just obviously in in a, in a boxing in the boxing aspect, not like a personality. Right? And they want to be me because I feel like everyone should just be themselves. But in a, in a, in a boxing perspective, like. If I make someone's top five British list, I'm happy. <laughs> Let alone all time. That's mad. Yeah. Do you have like a time now for yourself in terms of where you want to be, say, that when do you want to achieve a first world title? Or is it just go as you, you see, go? See, the thing with me is that I, I don't do the timeline thing. I've, I've stopped that. I've stopped that because it's unnecessary pressure. You put, you put a timeline on something and by the time it gets to that time, if you don't get it, you feel like you ain't achieved what you need to achieve. Mm, so, I would, I would like to have a world title fight tomorrow if I could <laughs> but being realistic by like 2022 if I go through the fights that I need to go through I think I'll be ready for one for me if I go through the cash and then whoever's next and you know get get more experience in championship fights and championship rounds then I think by 2022 the next step is only to you know move on to world level especially if you know get through cash do the European route 2022 that's the you know I'm, I'm ranked number 10 with the WBA already I'm, I think, 23rd with WBC. I'm ranked number number four in the country on, on BoxRec and number 20 overall on BoxRec. So I'm ranked quite high, like, in the world for, for someone that's just had, you know, 15 fights and come from no amateur background, well, a minimum, like, a little next to nothing amateur background. So I think I'm doing well. So by the end of the year, it would be higher and then hopefully 2022. But if not, then it is what it is. As long as I finish my career at World Champion, I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, question to you, actually, because you, you brought them up earlier, but... Obviously, there's a lot of talent in the middleweight division worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, like not looking for, not, not looking past anybody, etc. But outside Canelo, who do you think feel like is the best middleweight out there at the moment? Outside Canelo, obviously, he's one six eight at the moment. But it's who, do though, you, because who, do you, who do you rate the most? I would have said Charlo, but I've heard Charlo move up to one six eight. But if Charlo's one six eight, I'll say Charlo. But even saying that, Golovkin's still on the circuit. We forget about Golovkin. Mm. Like, I know he's old in that, but he's, he's only lost as I still to Canelo. Mm. So I'd say either Charlo or Golovkin. Mm. Okay. And how do you rate Andre in that mix? I think Andre is sick. I think he's hard, but the thing is, you can't just you can't just judge. Well, it's a bit. It's hard, isn't it? You can't just judge a man and say he's the best based on how you how they look when they fight. Mm. You look at resumes. You look mm-hmm. at resume, like I look at resumes, that's me, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I don't think Andre Andrade's resume is the best. Mm-hmm. I think his resume is pretty weak out of all the champions. I think it's it's it's, it's, it's the poorest, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, even though Golovkin lost the he fought he fought the best in the division. I don't think 
Um, Andrade fought the best in any of the in any of the divisions he's competed in, mm. so it's hard to say he's the, he's he's the best. But he is very good. He's a very very good fighter, and I think he's sick. But what's his best win? And this so is it. As I, a can't, fan, I can't put him up there. As a fan, you want to see fighters be tested. You want to see them with a name that's worthy that says, you know what? There's a possibility this guy can really lose today. I, I don't see him. So that's why I, as much as I think he's a quality fighter, I hold back giving that rule applause because of that, that one reason that like, I'm sorry, I haven't seen you fighting and you've had... Yeah, literally. 100%. 100%. been in the game years and it's like, even when you was at light middle, I didn't see you fight anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, t- I just don't see it, but I think he's a very, very talented guy. But like you said, but like, not even so much tested. At that world level, it's like, I don't want to use the word tested, word tested because you're a world champion, in it? But I just want to see you in a fight. It's like, I want to see you fight someone that's going to be, oh, damn, I, I want to see if you can lose. I don't like using the word tested against world champions because I feel like they passed their test. But now I want to see you with someone that's on that same level as you, like another world champion and come in there and be like, this fight's going to be kind of crazy. Like, or someone that's a world champion level, do you know what I'm saying? But like I said, Charlo, at, in, at like middleweight, he's best win J-Rock Williams. And at middleweight, his best, his best, his best win, um, Dervinchenko. When I heard he was fighting Dervinchenko, I was like, "This shit is mad." Why would you pick Dervinchenko? That's, <laughs> I swear down, I was like, "Bah, Charlo might lose." And then he won that. I'm like, "Yeah, he's a bad boy. That like, he's got to be the best in the division." Because Dervinchenko gave Lomachenko problems. I know Lomachenko is old, but he gave him problems. I know Stalin make fights as well, but he gave Golovkin problems. Hurt him with the body shot. People thought he won. All of these things. Is this Golovkin? Yeah, yeah, mad. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. Like Charlo, Charlo for me, like especially when they were both in like a light middleweight, like I just love their mentality. Like they had that I want all the smoke mentality as well. Like, yeah, and, and that's the yeah, that's that's the thing for me. And and I feel I feel like the problem right now with the with the middleweight and super middleweight divisions, everyone's chasing Canelo. There's no there's no problem with it. That's like you you go fight him, you lose, you get five million. There's nothing wrong with it. I like mm. this is price fighting at the end of the day. But the time back um checking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting that check. But I feel like they need to all fight each other. So, like, we need Andrade to fight, like, a Charlo. We need to keep six. That's what we really need. 100%. But, no, this is the thing. This is the thing, yeah? What you're saying is, right, I agree with that. And I think they'll all make money regardless. But whoever loses, loses their... Don't just lose the fight. They lose their chance to fight Canelo and their (laughs) biggest purse. So, I don't don't fully blame them. That's the only time I want to blame... Like, when you're a world champion... You've been through all the stages, isn't it? You can't just say, oh, you're, you're trying to oh, dodge the roots and blah, blah. You've done your thing, innit? You have to be a world champion one way or another, innit? Cool. But in the middle of the division, if you lose these fights, if these guys mix it, if they lose, they're not only just losing the fight, they're losing, you know, the chance to fight with Canelo. And it's like, it's like when Merva was about. Every world away in the world of chasing Merva. Big money mm-hmm. fight. World away. Like every, one five, yeah, world away, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. What, what, yeah, 147, 154. Everyone's thinking, I want Merrill. Everyone for 160 was cool on that. Like, even if they had no chance of fighting him, they're going to say his name. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? So now everyone's just chasing the cash cow. Uh, they're, all, they're all top guys. They all believe they can beat him. Obviously, like, like, like any fighter would. By the end of the day, you're getting the biggest person of your life, man. So I don't really blame them because even if they fight Canelo and lose, they can still fight each other. Yeah. But they fight each other and lose. They're not fighting Canelo, yeah. especially if they ain't got a belt. Do you know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't really blame them in that sense, but it, it, it is kind of annoying. 
Yeah, so no, it's annoying as a fan, but I fully hear you. When you break, yeah, it, break it, 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 yeah. Uh, so you take so you take it from him today, but you don't take it from us because we've been of saying this time. It's 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 we've been saying it's that same thing. The thing is, we always have this argument in it because I'm 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 a fan in it. I want to see the best fight. <laughs> what are we? <laughs> what are we? We're the same thing. You lot talk like businessmen. I don't give a damn about. At the end of the day, I don't care about building. I just want the best fighters to fight the best fighters. Don't give me those excuses. I don't care. Bro, uh, <laughs> what I think, like, we're fans, yeah, but if you put yourself in a box of shoes, I'm looking at the ground thinking, ah, oh, five mil, five mil. Yeah, I'll fight. If, if it goes sticky, then I've lost that five mil and I'm yeah. going to fight him for, like, 500 grand. I can fully understand why you're going to be like, let me just hold out for that just in case. Because um, I've, yeah. I've changed um, it with you. And, uh, and no, I'm going there, though. No, I was just going to say, how many times has Billy Joe almost fought on Jardy? <laughs> he's holding up for Canelo, bro. Like he's holding up for Canelo. But he's got that fight now, and he's got the bills. Yeah. He's got the bills in the bank. Good. Like Charlo's moved up to 168 now, 100 because that's where Canelo is. All the, all the money is where Canelo's at because that's the division that everyone's interested in right now. So if you go to 168, you're looking at everyone. You're going to watch every single fight at 168 at that level to see who's most capable of of. Beating Canelo and giving him his toughest fight. I was gonna say so. Anyone that's a champion in that division right now is lucky. They're getting paid. Billy Joe first, and then Caleb Plant because that's who he's gonna go through next. Like he, he's they're gonna get paid. And I'm telling you for a fact, if he doesn't offer them the, the numbers that they want to see, they'll turn it down. Yeah. Because it's not just about beating the best for them. They've done that. They're at their career where they want to make money, so they want to make. They know if if they know a Canelo fight is worth, let's just say for argument's sake, you being paid ten mil, and you offer them free, they're gonna say no. Nope. You offer them eight now, they might be like, okay, cool, that's, that's more than they've been paid. But you could offer them the, the, the highest that they've been paid and they'll still say no because they know it's worth more fighting you. So this is definitely about the, about getting the biggest payday. And they've got the belts, so they've got something they know he wants. And they've got the belts, yeah. But let's think about it. Let's say, for example, you're fighting Canelo and he offers you three more. You know you're not getting that fighting any of the other champions, but you will still say no because you know it's worth more fighting him. Yeah, I hear that fully. And, and that's what I was saying earlier. It's the, it's the retirement check. You know, this is your bumper pack that's putting you through your like, the rest of your life. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's your pension. That's guaranteeing you that. You, you can hold on to that check and cash it when you're retired. You ain't got cash it straight away. You're getting paid out of five mil. Uh, I'm going to carry on for a little bit longer. I'll cash that Canelo check when I'm retired so I know I'm secured. That's <laughs> it, bro. That's your pension, your fund, whatever everything. Vanguard fund you want. It's everything. Everything <laughs> rolled into one. Did you see Floyd? Floyd? Frank didn't cash his Pacquiao check until like after McGregor. <laughs> he still had it, like he still had it. Like when he was doing the press conference with yeah, um, McGregor, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sure he, yeah, I'm sure he backed it out. Like, that's that's that secure funds, like yo, I, I can still make a bit of money here. Like, 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 Kenneth Smith is calm right now. He just got, I don't know what you got paid for Canelo. He's just gonna keep, yeah, probably about that. I'm not, I'm not even sure, but he's gonna move up to like heavy, fight a bit, still get some money. When you're ready to retire, cash that Canelo check, man. That's going to be active. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's real spit. Like, Callum Swift, no matter what happens, he's, he's sweet. He's oh. absolutely sweet. Has, has, has anyone heard from Rocky Fielding again? Rocky Fielding, <laughs> on the missing list. He's chilling. He's chilling, bro. Yo! He's thinking, I had a few body shots. I was the world champion. Been paid seven figures. I am good. I'm done. I am good. Yeah, my done a Madonna on us. I haven't thought his name for... I ain't heard his name since. Just because I was in that name in years, bro. He, he, he ain't getting back. He, he, he ain't getting back to the camp. 
<laughs> them silk pajamas like Marvin Hagler was talking about. He ain't getting up the money silk pajamas, bro. He's living his life, but he earned it. He earned it. He went out to Germany and fought fought some done for a change. I, I don't think he got that much to fight that guy in Germany. Like, probably didn't get even six figures to fight that guy in Germany. But he earned it. He went out there, took the risk, won the belt. Now Canelo wants him. So that just pays for both of them fights. And he didn't even know that. He just thought I'm taking a chance. And it paid for him. But he's missing now. He's chilling. <laughs> Um, um, seven, seven, seven figures in Liverpool, you're back. <laughs> How many houses is seven figures buying in Liverpool? Oh, you're you're, you're, you're buying the road, bro. You're living like a king, fam. You buy your whole estate. You buy the whole thing. Back. That's what I know. He's back. <laughs> that's why. That's why Benavidez is talking slack because he's pissed. He lost. He lost his WBC belt. Canelo picked up. And lost his chance. What's with Benavidez, though? He's young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 24. Yeah. He's going to make money in, in, in this game. Yeah. Like, in the division, you make money. I don't think there's any interest. Well, there is, but there ain't much money fights like heavy right now. So, there's no need for him to move up anytime soon, but I think he'll make noise in this game. Like, in another two years, he'll be 26, like, hitting his... Not even hitting his prime years. You hit your prime years around 28-ish. Mm. So... He's good, man. He's good to go. That's the only thing. But you're right. He is pissed because he, he's gonna miss out on Canelo, isn't it? But that, that's 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 the mistakes you gotta live with, isn't it? Yeah, no, I fully agree with you. I, I agree with that perspective. But still, I'm I'm still. Uh, uh, I want to see the best fight, the best no matter what, in it. I know, one hundred percent. I'm always gonna have that mentality, man. But one hundred percent. I hear you, though. I definitely hear you. But 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 after so with you after you beat um cash is there anyone you're looking at or no obviously you don't want to overlook anyone but is there like a fight yeah. that you want to fight if if Williams beats Andrade somehow I want Williams next <laughs> <laughs> I saved that talk for another day for me but <laughs> cash first see how cash goes you got to see how Williams goes and that but I I I I'll be saying his name more <laughs> respect it. No, nah, that's, <laughs> nah, that's it. And I, f- I fully listen. Hopefully, that happens. We'll be rooting for you to beat Cash, and then you can do that. Can have that discussion about Williams. But um, yeah. there's the fights coming up this weekend. So the Josh Warrington. What? How do you see that game? I don't even know much about the other guy, but I'm expecting Josh Warrington to, you know, kind of run through him. But we'll see. Um, the fight I am looking forward to on this card. I think it's on this card. Is Alpha Barrett and Kiko Martinez. Mm, yeah, it's a good fight. I, I want to see how he holds up against Kiko. I know Kiko Martinez is probably fighting at, you know, maybe a couple of weeks too high, but he's been in there with some some top champions like Carl Frampton and Scott Quigg and them lot. And, you know, you've seen how they handle them. I want to see how Zelfa Barrett handles them because as much as I rate him, as much as I rate Zelfa Barrett, his last fight was a bit shaky to the knockout. And I, and I, and I, and I, and I want to see, I just want to see a great, a good performance in him that's going to make me think, yeah, this guy can definitely be a world champion. You feel me? Obviously, his self belief is high. I know he believes he can be a world champion. I'm looking out for that fight because I'm expecting him to, to to run through Kiko Martinez. Though, cool. Oh, that's it. I, I'm I'm looking forward to that card as well. I just want boxing back. It's been a few weeks. Yeah. So I'm just like, damn, like <laughs> man. Like all these fights are meant to be in January, but they just all cancelled all the January cards. Like we should have seen even Kelly Evan yesterday already. That that should have been yeah. done. We should yeah. be talking about that now, but. I'm looking forward to that's like next weekend. But I see a picture of Kelly yeah, um yesterday. He's looking sick. Oh, he looks in Rick. shape. Oh my days, he looks. He's in shape. always he's always like 
he's always looked proper athletic. He's always like, he's got good genetics. Yeah, not, not, like not, like not, not like that. Not like that. Not like that. That was different. That looks like <laughs> he's physically strong enough now to take on Avan Yesen because I spot Avan Yesen, bro. I'm a middleweight and he's he's strong. Avan <laughs> Yesen is strong. Like he's a fully blown man. I spot him when I was I spot him when I was an amateur still just turning pro, so I was pretty young, innit? Like, like early 20s, but I, I haven't been boxing all my life, so I weren't developed like physically, do you know what I mean? Mm. But I him even when I I must when was I spot him, maybe like two years ago, maybe. No, wait, hold on, it's 2021 now, isn't it? Mm. Maybe, maybe like 08, 19 was the last time I spotted him, I think. Mm. And he was still strong. <laughs> so when that first when that when that fight first got announced, I was like, whoa, Kelly and I are making the wrong move. Like yeah. this guy's this this guy's solid, but where it's been so long now, it's it's a little bit more 50 50 now. Especially mm. where I feel like Kelly's had enough time to 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 work on his game and get better and improve. He's had like over a year. I don't know when this fight was meant to be done. I think this fight was meant to be yeah. end of all 19, isn't it? But yeah. he's had like over a year to kind of improve on himself and obviously get himself physically in shape and he's grown into his weight more, into his body more, he'd be a lot more stronger. All the mistakes he made in certain fights, like the Robinson fight and all these other things, he'd be able to rectify that. And you know, a few other things he does with his hands down, maybe he's learned how to, to block. I think he's just learned a bit more. So the fight's a lot closer to me. Whereas Evan Yesen has just been training for a year. I could be wrong, but I don't think he's been working on things where he's already established about like, He was interim champion. He beat Shane Mosley. Like, I don't think he's like he's not an, he's not an upcoming fighter, so there's not much more you can see from him. So I just think all he can do is just keep working harder and you know be in the best shape possible. In my opinion, I could be wrong. But I'm just saying, in my opinion, I feel like he's just been training to be in the best shape. Whereas I think Josh Kelly's been training to improve. And I I just imagine, I haven't seen anything, but I just imagine he has. So that fact's a lot more closer to me. He's been inactive for quite uh, quite some time, hasn't he? He's been inactive, but he's, he's definitely been working. He's been training. Like, I think um, Evan Yesen's probably had like one fight in between. So they, it's, there's not much between it. You know what I'm going to say? It's not like... He's had he's been mad at to like three, four fights in between the time they meant to fight. He might have had one or might have had two, but either way, it's been long for both of them. I don't yeah. think any of them fought last year. No. no. Yeah, so they've both been inactive, so it doesn't really make a difference. I, I want Kelly to win because I want to see Ben versus Kelly. Like I really want that fight. Yeah, that's a good fight. I think even if um Kelly loses that fight still on the table, like I don't think any of these guys are ready for the world level at world weight. Like I'm not saying they're not good enough, they are very, very good fighters, but the weight division is crazy. I don't think they're ready for any of the top guys at weight. But if there was a vacant title, go for it. But the top guys at weight right now, Spence. Absolutely mad. Yeah. I like how you said Spence first. You're not upset. Huh? You said Spence first in that in your lineup. You're not upset. Yeah, but no, nah, I'm a cool for guy. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what my guy. That's what double back on me quick. Nah, I, 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 I do like Spence though. I do like Spence. Spence is my guy, but if I have to pick, Crawford's my guy. So nah, like, hey, listen, we're bringing them all back on. Listen, I always like these guys, yeah. These two are like Spence, innit? And I'm Crawford, so. Hey, listen. Hey, uh, that's what I like to hear. I hope you men are listening. Crawford, I, like, I, like, I, like, I think Spence is cold though. I don't get twisted, but I'm a Crawford guy. Like, Crawford's my guy, but I ain't gonna lie. But them guys there, I don't think Kelly's ready for, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Obviously, any man he 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 will feel he's ready for. I'm saying it's just like me saying names like Andrade or Williams or Charlo. People look at me like this guy's nuts. He ain't ready for any of these guys. But in mind, I'm like, bro, when I get there, I'll be ready. That's just, yeah. that's, that's just my opinion. My opinion don't mean nothing, bro. So yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> nah, yeah. Uh, listen, that Crawford shout is dumb. That's my day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, you set something up for me, then you completely battered me. I'm, I'm up <laughs> No, I said Spence first because he's got two belts, isn't it? But trust, I'm a Spence guy, but if I have to pick, like, there's only like a handful of fighters I stay up for. Yeah. Crawford and Spence are one of them. Like, I'm, I don't stay up for every fight. Like, yeah. uh, some of them I just wait to the results. Like, the rest of them, Crawford, Crawford, Canelo, Spence and Tank, I stay up for any day. I like Shakur Stevenson, but it just depends who they're fighting. Like other guys, it depends who they're fighting. Like, if they're just fighting anyone, I'm not staying up. But if them men are fighting anyone, I'm staying up. Like that's me. I fully hate you there. Do you do you think Josh mm. Taylor should and when if he should move up to one four seven or should just stay at one forty? Ah man, you've, if you've achieved everything you can at one four one forty, that's how I knew, man. It, it, it might it might help. It might improve his game as good as he is. As and I think he's fucking sick. Moving up to 147 mentally might be like, okay, new targets, new goals. Let's go. Let's try and achieve something else now. Whereas if you say that 140, you might just be like, I'm the best here and then get caught lacking. And then like, you're sleeping because you feel like you've done it all. But if you go to 147, you're starting fresh. You're nobody now. Like Crawford was. Like, you're nobody now when you go up. You've got to start again. You've got to do it all over again. So, yeah. I got, I, we're going to probably have to wrap up soon, but I've got one more question for you. If you had to yeah. your top five pound for pound, who would, you, who would you pick? Of all time, or? No, well, current active pound for pound, and you can't, obviously can't pick yourself. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't even myself anyway, but... <laughs> hey, you'd be surprised. Some I, people I, 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 put, I put handle one, Bentley two, two sharp three. <laughs> no, sorry, 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 but yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I've got Canelo. Canelo's got to be number one. As much as I love Crawford, Canelo, yeah. number one. Crawford, number two. Uh... This list, this list is a bit mad though, because it's, it's uh call for number two. I put a new A in there, number three. Um I put a new A in number three. Five, I put Usyk in there, number four, and I put Tia Fima number five. That's a good list. Yeah. Uh, I think people forget what Usyk done. Usyk used the unified the whole division, bro. But heavyweight, people just disregard him and start throwing yeah. some silly names in the hat. Yeah. But I get it. It's what, it's what you've done lately. But these guys are still active fighters, isn't it? And I feel like Usyk deserves to be in there. He's a pound pound fighter, one hundred percent. I agree. I feel like Usyk gets disrespected too much because of the fights he's had yeah, at heavyweight. And I'm like, he's not been yeah. hurt. Like th- these guys haven't hurt him. They've moved him around. It's because he's a small guy, yeah. but they haven't actually like hurt him where you can see he's physically rattled. Do you know what I mean? But exactly. And the reason why I put Tiafimo on number five because he beat Loma, but he ain't done enough to be any higher than that. Do you know what I'm mean? saying? Like, yeah, he's unified yeah. the division. And the reason why I ain't put Spence in there because pound for pound for me is someone that's moved up and down the weight or is undisputed champion. And yeah. he, he's got, he's unified champion, but he ain't, he ain't won all four belts. So I can't really put him pound for pound as much as I think he's cold. But that's just how I measure my pound for pound list. That. Like, but justification makes sense. Like, can't, you can't argue that because it's fair. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about this for a couple of weeks ago, isn't it, Jaleel? We were talking about chasing greatness. So yeah. when we are talking about that, it's about doing more than, you know, the norm or going outside of just, just yeah, exactly. your weight class. You have to do more than that. So, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Cool. Um, do you want to wrap up today? Is there any, anything else you wanted to say? No, um, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Is there anything you want to ask, Samson? No, man, it's been quality. Thank you for coming on. 
Uh, thanks yeah. for coming on, honestly. Uh, that, that was a breath of fresh air, man. And it's it's good to see people from like similar background as us, man, like doing so well. Um, like we're, you're always always gonna support you on Ringside Fracker, man. And keep doing your thing. No, I appreciate it, man. Big up yourself, man. And like, yeah, I love. We just hope you to take everyone out undisputed. Undisputed. Hey, listen, on. listen, listen come, come, no come, one come. in this country <laughs> can say shit. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> You say Denzel Bentley to keep the mouth shut. Everyone's quiet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember that and I'm gonna follow follow you properly with that because that, that kind of talk gasses me. I'm like, yeah, this is a throwback guy. He, yeah. he gets yeah. it, man. Damn one man. I want all the smoke, man. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> like follow the um follow Twitter ringside fracas. Um yeah, definitely on social as well. Um we're gonna tag Denzel. Are you, are you on social media? Tell them what they yeah. get. Yeah, yeah, uh, at two sharp underscore D, both Instagram and Twitter. Sweet handles, yeah. Cool. So yeah, get following, get following. Um, and I think that's everything from us. So we'll see you next week. Peace. Uh, yeah. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, yeah, Lennox Lewis, Lennox, I'm coming for you. Is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, this I, in I seven or eight seconds? For this fight. I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend and I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight, I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one could stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Lipton. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their floor. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Saying now, Mike, Mike. Sports Social Podcast Network.